You are listening to a podcast by young men for young men, founded on the three pillars of faith, fellowship, and fitness. This is the Sons of Thunder podcast. You got Eric, Sean, Jacob, and John. Boys, we are back in it. This is season three, where each week we talk about what to do when things get real and how to face real life problems and questions as a young man. In this episode, Sean, Eric, and Jake talk about setting boundaries and the opportunities and freedom that comes with letting your yes be yes and your no be no. When we say no to more things, it frees us up to say yes to the things we want to do. Boundaries align with respect. The disciples were decision makers. Jesus approached Peter and was like, come follow me. And Peter was like, let me pray about it for three weeks. He just got out of the boat and like followed him. When you're trying to please everyone else, that's going to build resentment. I don't think there's ever time to be a yes man when it comes to unhealthy. Hey, hey, welcome back to another week of Sons of Thunder. We are here and ready to record. We got Jacob. Eric and Sean. No John today. No John. John is in law school right now. He is head in the books, head crushing books. life. He was telling me about his schedule and I was like, are you serious? Really? He was saying how he has class for eight hours a day, homework on top of that. And then they're, they're rushing his classes because they don't know if they're going to have to shut down Whoa. in the fall. Yep. So he has class on Saturday Dang. as well. And then, like, you have to wear a mask. This you're in, miserable. You're in well, class. Doesn't, he, doesn't he have to go into campus? To yeah. Own, to actually, like, Zoom? I think it no. He has to be on he, campus. I don't to think Zoom, he has to or do that. It's an option. He's got hybrid courses. I think yeah, it's nice. two in person, three not. And then That's the Saturday is awesome. Okay. Or every other. That's just yeah. crazy. Dang. Law school. Crazy. I'm happy. Hey, I'm not we need good anymore. lawyers, right? I know. Yeah, they need their. Our podcast needs a lawyer eventually. Something's yes. gonna <laughs> Yeah, we're bound. Imagine Dragons is gonna be coming after <laughs> oh, us. Good, no, good that we changed that. We changed yeah, that. We right? changed our <laughs> intro. All right. So Post Malone. Intro. Yeah. Post Malone's gonna be coming after us for his beat. Yeah. He um. Is that he, a Post Malone beat? Yeah. Oh no way, dude. <laughs> he posted the instrumental on YouTube, so I was like, oh, I have to take it. <laughs> Thanks, <actually>. Post. By the way, check out our podcast. That's so funny. Yeah, it is. Well, boys, I have an announcement. I'm officially an EMT. Boom. Officially certified uh, uh, uh. EMT. So Very nice. I can uh, now I'm I'm nationally certified to uh, help or to help deliver a baby or to wow. deliver a baby. But I will say it's an emergency. Emergency delivery. <laughs> Not that I want to. I'm saying if there is an emergency, still call 911 though. I wouldn't call me. You just start like a side yeah. business, like don't have to go to the hospital. <laughs> for half home, off, I home, will deliver your baby. At home, kitty pool births. I will help you. Save 50% Alexi, on baby deliveries. Alexi's obsessed <laughs> with call the midwife. It's a show. Yeah. About like oh, these my midwives. Mom loves that show. Yeah, it's it's a crazy show. I always walk in and I'm see, I see you see babies being yeah. born like every I, single second I, of the show I, is a baby coming. I had out. to turn my fan on extra loud one night because she's watching the show in her room a couple Wait, doors who down. Is this? My mom and <laughs> no it's like way. women giving birth Just, and ah, it's like I can't fall asleep when scream, I'm hearing women giving screaming birth. Screaming in pain. Yeah, sounds That's, like this can be some trauma for you in the future or something. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. That's so funny. Yeah, we I was at my parents the other day and Liam was there and we gave Liam this like stock of broccoli so he was chewing on it and then we look over and he was choking on it oh no and so he went over scooped it out of his mouth but we were joking like 
he's probably going to have an aversion to broccoli and just not know why. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't, cause you know, there's those kids. They're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hate broccoli, but I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. It's probably cause they choked on it. As a kid. <laughs> it's too bad. Like why can't he choke on like a fruit snack or something yeah. like really unhealthy? Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> well, it's so funny. My niece is like, she, I just spent a weekend up at the cabin and my niece is, I don't know. 14 months now and she is just running around like she's running everywhere and like <laughs> and she has this new thing where she'll like she'll point at something and if she wants it she'll go mm, 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 mm. and I'm like what are you trying to say right now and she'll like run around like mama dad dad and I'll just and <laughs> so it's just cute. so cute and she loves summer sausage she always has a thing of summer sausage in her hand and I'm like why isn't it broccoli like come on like what are you doing like, Katie you know that's Liam but, with meatballs he, he always loves meatballs meatball he guy. loves meatballs he had meatballs tonight and he's just he just like drops them down his mouth <laughs> <laughs> just Tilts his head back and throws it up in the air. Catches it, lowers him down the hatch. He's he's a goof. I wish I I wish I could eat with no shame, with you know, without with with as little shame as they eat with. It's just all over their face. I'm like, I I want to do that, but I legally can't in this country. I feel like as a 25 year old male at a restaurant, sir, you're gonna have to leave. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like painting on the table (laughs) with your food. (laughs) So bad. Okay, so let's get into the topic. We don't got much time. Um, No, we do have time. We have time to talk. Okay, so I was thinking of topics, and I came up with a... a, I think it's a good one. Don't want to boost my ego. (laughs) Um, But it's a good one. This podcast is going to be titled How to Say No. Mm -hmm. And I think it falls really well in our reality, you know, when things get real podcasts, because, you know, there's a lot of times when we find ourselves over, over committing to things, um, kind of, kind of realizing that, you know what, I, I do need to set some boundaries. I think, you know, boundary issues are issues that are in every single relationship that you might mm-hmm. ever have. And so knowing how to say no, knowing how to say yes, um, is something that, that I've learned is, is really freeing just because, um, just, I mean, honestly, like f- 10 months ago, I read this boundaries book and, um, I realized that I was a total yes, man. You know, I was mm-hmm. always saying yes. I was like, my parents are like, Oh, do you want to come over today? And I was like, yep, I'll, totally. I'll say mm-hmm. yes. You know, I would say yes. And then I would talk to Delexi and she'd be like, no, we had other plans. Yeah. So then I'd be like, Oh, mm-hmm. I can't. And they, and my parents would Delexi was like, oh, they probably think that I don't want to hang out with them mm. because I said yes. And then I talked, I was like, yeah, I'll talk to Delexi. And then I said, no. So like, they're like, <laughs> yeah. yes. I will so talk it was kind of like a weird no. dynamic yeah. of like, oh, I actually need to like, I need to be prudent and mm-hmm. need to know when to say yes and when to say no. And I felt so much freedom after, after like, you know, saying no mm. to my parents, not being like, no, you get, but like being like, you know what? I do need time you know, maybe this weekend doesn't work. Maybe we can mm-hmm. do next weekend where, you know, trying to be a good son, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it this weekend. I'm, you know, always wanting to say yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah that was yeah. tough for me. And, and just to clarify, it's not, I guess we're not talking about just relationships. It's yep. pretty much life in general yep. when it comes to like making plans with friends or, totally. yeah. So, I mean, like relationships is a big, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a big opportunity for boundaries and learning how to say no and when to kind of. I don't know, say yes to vulnerability and things like that. Mm-hmm. But we're also talking about like friendships and family and just life in general about like living your everyday about, you know, how do I say no? You know, like, is it okay yeah. for me to say no? Should I be spending more time with people? You know I mean? Should I be putting myself out there more? Kind of like what's a healthy balance for, I don't know, I guess a young person, you know, in their twenties, right. With, with life. Yeah. Is, uh-huh. is, is that kind of what you're, 
going with Sean? Totally. Right? Okay. Got totally. It. Got it. Yeah. It's just how to find that balance and mm-hmm. how to stay healthy. Cause mm-hmm. I think you can really like, it's really easy to build up resentment when you overstretch yourself mm-hmm. and when you're not really looking out for yourself, like in our last podcast, when you're just looking to be a people pleaser, when you're trying to please everyone else, that's going to build resentment and you're going to be like, you know what, why am I doing this? You know, mm. that's kind of the questions that I would face. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really want to do that, but I said yes to it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Have you guys ever said yes to something and you're like, why did I say yes to that? Like no part of me anymore wants to go to that thing. And it's kind of yeah. like, you know, whether it's like an old group of friends or a family event or this like job training for work, you know, something like that mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, I'll totally. go. Like, like in the moment you're like, yes. And then like 36 hours pass and you're like, oh my gosh, I have that thing on Friday I have to go to, but you go to that thing and it's awesome and you love it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you have a great experience, you yeah. know, or you have a terrible experience, but there's something like that you learn from that. You know what I mean? I feel like totally I've just, my own life, I've said yes to some things and I'm like, why did I say yes to that? That's going to suck. But then in choosing to go, I actually have a great time and I'm like, whoa, that was so awesome. Uh-huh. Or I have a bad time and I'm, and then, but then I'm thinking, well, I tested my patience or, you know what I mean? I had, yeah. I, you know, I, you I learned tried to, to say no time. next time. Exactly. That's what you learned. <laughs> that's, right. that's, right. that's right. So I feel like, I don't know. I mean, have you, have you guys had an experience like that? Totally. Yeah. Definitely. I don't want to get too abstract, but that's, that reminds me of, um, discernment of spirits, Ignatian mm. spirituality, like yeah. never make a decision when you're in desolation. <laughs> so I don't want to talk about this, <laughs> but it, maybe there is a subconscious part of you that, mm. you know, wanted to say yes. And you listen to that. Mm. And then, you know, you went into desolation. We're like, Oh, I don't really don't want to go, but yeah. it would have been so good for you to yeah. go. You know? Well, yeah. again, not, not to get too abstract again, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though we're trying to be practical at this podcast. <laughs> um, I mean, there's been countless retreats that I've been invited on. I remember the first freedom retreat up with Joe Masick yeah. for the steps of freedom, uh, with dangerous men and everything. I, um, I wasn't Catholic at the time, whatever. Nick red was just like, Hey, you got to come on this retreat. And I was like, yeah, it sounds great. And then like the whole like 48 hours leading up to it, like everything in me did not want to go. I was like yeah. talking to everyone about like, are you doing something this weekend? Like I need to find an excuse. I, I can't go mm-hmm. on this thing. And then I went and it changed my life. You yeah, know it happens I mean? a lot so with I think retreats. I, yeah. I feel like it, yeah. there definitely is a, like not to be again, abstract, but there is a spiritual thing for sure when it comes to decision-making about I think how the enemy works and tries to influence us not to do things that the Lord wants us to do, you know, yeah. choose, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I think we have our free will, right? And I think the enemy tries to sway that in some way by, by our feelings, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. I think it comes down to like knowing your limits and knowing yourself. We'll get into it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's happened to me on every yeah. single retreat yeah. Like yeah. right beforehand. Yeah. That really boils down to let your yes be yes and your no be no. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you can see it with temptation, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, sleep with my girlfriend before we're married, but then, you know, you get in the heat of the moment. You're like, no, I made that decision. Mm. My no is going to be no. Mm. And that's kind of just where it's so easy to be tempted. Mm. Mm. If you're really wishy-washy, you'll, you'll just fall into temptation. Like so easy because you know, like, Oh yes, I'm going to go to church this Sunday. And then, you know, Sunday morning rolls around and you don't feel like it. Yeah. You know, let your yes be yes. And your no be no. Yeah. It gives you freedom too. When you have those, you know, definites like, Nope, I'm definitely not going to sleep with you till we're married. I'm definitely going to go to church on Sundays. And, and, you know, when you don't have those compromises, it definitely gives you more freedom in what you want to do. And speaking into that a little more too, I think, um, when we say no to more things, it frees us up to say yes to the things we want to do. Mm. 
Um, Less is more. Mm. And I really found that was fruitful when I was in Rome, actually, because there's so many opportunities to do these amazing things. And, you know, people wanted to go out to Tristevere and, you know, have some drinks or maybe someone wanted to go see, you know, St. Peter's Basilica at night. And like, there's so many options. Mm. And uh, there are some points during the trip that I was doing so many things that I would be witnessing this beautiful piece of art right in front of me. And it would mean nothing to me because I was getting so glazed over with stuff and so, so many options. <laughs> yeah. And I found when I actually started saying no to a few opportunities where like, if you're someone back in the States and you're like, you said no to going to the Trevi fountain, like, <laughs> it sounds crazy, but yeah, when you live yeah. there for four months, mm-hmm. it's like, you got to pace yourself. Yeah. And when I found myself doing that, you know, maybe I skipped doing an activity like that and I actually went for a run or a workout or mm-hmm. something like healthy for me. I just felt like my experience the next day or whatever I did next was so much more fruitful because I actually was choosing to be there. I wanted to be there. And I also had my ducks in a row, Hmm. which like I kind of want to touch on like if you guys have found that like saying no has been good from like a faith fellowship fitness standpoint Mm -hmm. and taking care of the basics uh, of your health. Well, I think, I mean, uh, first of all, I think it's funny that we like our polar, like, completely polar opposite like examples of like the boundary of sleeping with your girlfriend and going to, I will go to church outside. <laughs> yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah, two yeah. things you can think of. But <laughs> it's so funny. But I think there's also like examples of, oh, it's it's a Sunday night. I don't want to go to that brewery because I have to work this week. Or, you uh-huh. know, it's just like, or your roommate's like, hey, one more video game. And you're like, nope, I need to go to bed because I have to work. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, it's, I think it comes down to knowing your limits. Um, but, you know, I, I heard once, Actually, I guess just to relate you with you, Jacob, when I was in Italy for the four months as well, yeah. I decided not to leave the country the whole time. I was like, I'm just going to stay within Italy. And I, I'm like, when is the next time in my life I'm going to be able to stay in a different country for four months? You know, yeah. so I like all the trips I took were like within the, where we're within the country yeah. wow. and people were like, you know. I, I just, I got exhausted looking at the people that it's like, I'm doing Barcelona this weekend, Germany next weekend. Oh and it's gosh, like, yeah. Oh my gosh, like that sounds exhausting, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And some people can do that. Some people can live at that pace, but I think I've shared about this before, but I've enjoyed learning how to live slow and actually learning how to saunter in some way. Um, Father John Riley, he's the spiritual director for the Augustine Institute down in Colorado. Um, and when I was at Camp Fortiwa, he had given us a talk on a silent retreat about kind of the ways that the enemy works in your life. And, you know, one of them is noise and another one is busyness and how, you know, the enemy tries to just keep us busy. And, you know, the kind of the, the achetia or acetia. Remember that we learned about that on the, you guys ever heard that term before? Yeah, yeah. Acidia or something like, like that. Acidia. Yeah. And yeah. But it's just this busyness <laughs> mm-hmm. and how I'm kind of getting sidetracked here, so I'm sorry, but um, of how busyness in our life actually causes stress and causes motion mm-hmm. yeah. and it doesn't allow us to reflect and process and kind of keep that that peaceful kind of spirit or that soul that we're trying to just like that that stillness that we're trying to find in our faith, right? Yeah. And he, yeah. he talked about a way to combat the busyness is to saunter. He's like, when you're walking to work, when you go for a nature hike, when you're going for a run, he's like... Sometimes you don't need to get there as soon as you can. You can get there when you get there, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like actually scheduling an extra 10 minutes into your commute so you can drive slower and actually notice things around you. And, you know, because it's always, it's always these small things that we, from so, from so many miss. yeses, yeah, from so many yeses, right, of like busyness, yeah. we miss all the small yeah. moments that actually reveal greater things to us, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, American culture is so onto the next, onto the next. Yeah, it's the yeah. destination, not the journey. Mm-hmm. And the first day we were in Rome, Dr. Boyle, who came overseas with us, he said 
now embrace the Roman saunter. He yes, goes, you awesome. guys have the American walk right now <laughs> yes. and you need to embrace the Roman saunter. You're so slow. <laughs> and I'm so happy he told yeah. us that because yeah. like, I really, I, I feel like I did embrace that in a lot of respects. I mean, if anyone's seen me walk, I walk at a pretty brisk pace, you know, it's, say, yeah. it's the businessman yeah. try, right? Yeah, you do, you do. Um, but like the fact that I was able to saunter, you know, mm-hmm. it allows you to, you know, maybe not stop and smell the roses. There are roses in Italy, but like stop and see the buildings, mm-hmm. stop and take in the city. Yeah. Yeah. relax and um i mean eric as you know it was a 45 minute walk to class every day yeah and that was some of the best parts of the day mm-hmm. because you walk through this beautiful city but if you had your car you'd hop in your car you'd listen to the sons of thunder podcast <laughs> and you'd be at the you know school in five minutes yeah, yeah. but you'd miss the trevi you'd miss these beautiful things to see and like mm-hmm. all right not everyone lives in rome but like there's beauty everywhere, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, this fall weekend, I mean, like this past weekend with all the leaves changing, mm-hmm. I took this, I took the long way up to my cabin. Cause I'm like, I want to just enjoy this drive. And I just, I, awesome. I drove, I like for the first time I think ever, I mean, I don't endorse this, but I drove the speed limit. I think the whole way up there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time brief tangent, we were driving home from a retreat and we beat the ETA it was like we were an hour and 18 minutes out and we got there in an hour. Yeah. We beat the ETA by 18 minutes. Hey, <laughs> That's crazy. The Jeep likes to go fast. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's the Jeep's fault. Remember when we were driving up to Orr? Remember? Yeah. We, uh, so there's a, there's a, I have a nav in my car and when you click, you click this like speedometer thing on it and it tells you the max speed you've reached in the car. And it was like, <laughs> I think it was like 111 that I hit with you guys up north. That one oh, time. That's so funny. Dave Matthews wow. band. Anyhow, sorry. We're yeah. getting completely sidetracked. Dave Matthews um, What were we talking about? You're talking about Saunter. the beauty around you. The saunter. You were talking about, you were about, um, about driving. You took the long way up, long with your cat. Yes, yeah, and I took the long way, and I just it was so peaceful, and it was just I was actually I felt like I was getting to where I needed to be, right? But I was just going at the pace of where I needed to go. If it's, that was really weird, but I mean, I'm just like it was just this peaceful drive, and I had this opportunity to reflect and to think and to kind of go slow. And, and bringing it back to just the idea of saying no mm-hmm. or knowing when to say yes, I think. Um, I think boundaries, just bringing it back to boundaries again. Uh, I heard once that boundaries um, align with respect, if that makes sense. If, you know, if, if, if someone communicates their boundaries to you and you kind of overstep those boundaries, it shows where your respect for them ends, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, and how boundaries in a relationship specifically... Um, if someone says, these are my boundaries and you cross those, it shows that you don't respect them, you know? And so I think on the flip side, personally, if you have personal boundaries or, you know, if you know yourself and you know that this isn't going to be the best for me, I think it shows how much you respect yourself as well. Because I think, you know, we talked about this in the last podcast, taking care of yourself and organizing your life and, you know, making sure that you're taking care of who you are amidst the craziness of life. I think the boundaries, you, I think you can only know your boundaries, right? I think it comes from self-knowledge, comes from knowing your limits, from making mistakes and learning from them, saying yes to those things and realizing I'm not going to say yes to these things anymore, right? Yeah. But I think it relates to how much, how much do I respect myself to be able to say yes or no in this moment? If that, does, does that make sense? And mm-hmm. I feel like boundaries are huge because, you know, if you're going to cross someone's boundary, it shows where your respect for them ends, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So relating that to faith, fellowship, and fitness, kind of our three pillars, yeah. it's, um, yeah, you kind of, I don't want to say non-negotiables, but it's important to know the things that you're going to say yes to and know the things you're going to say no to, mm. you know, whether it be fitness, it's just the easiest example. You know, I'm, I really want to work out every five days a week. You know, those are things I'm going to say yes to. And, you know, or if you want, or if you're trying to make gains, like, 
I'm not going to drink alcohol during the week, but I'll have a drink on Sunday. You know, making those things, making those things that you're going to say yes to and the things that you're going to say no to, uh, it just makes it makes your life easier. Mm. I feel like, yeah, mm. I feel like my life is so exciting when I do have like a workout plan in place and I'm sticking to it when uh-huh. I am yeah. disciplining myself. Yeah. And then let's say you give up drinking for two weeks and then when you do have that drink, it's like, Oh man, this is awesome. Like yeah. I, I earned it almost in some respects. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Because if you're constantly saying yes, 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 I'll have more drinks. I'm going to drink. It's, you, you kind of just wear the experience down. You become calloused, really. Yeah, you, you really know. do. And and it's, yeah, it's really just important to have your yes be yes and your no be no. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think going back to kind of, I guess the theme of this, of this season or these podcasts being like when life gets real, I think as we get older, we have to be more intentional about what we do. I think there's, there's something about the cowboy phase being in college, late in high school, that it's it's exciting and it's kind of okay, you know, for you to just kind of not go off the rails, but to just live life, you know, and yeah. you're, on, you're on the horseback and you're just going wherever kind of the wind takes you, right? But as you get older, like we've talked about, these responsibilities stack up, right? And it's who you're going to be approaching those responsibilities and how you're going to respond to those things. And if you don't know yourself and if you, if you don't know when to say yes and when to say no, you're just going to get kind of washed away by life, you know? And I mean, I've, I've, I've experienced that before. There's like three weeks go by and I'm like, wow, that was so much fun. But then I wake up like Monday morning and I'm like, what am I doing? And like, you know, I'm like, Uh like, like life kind of catches up to me and I'm just, I get overwhelmed. There's just like this, you know, and I just like, okay, no one talked to me. I'm shutting myself down and I need Mm -hmm. to just go into this mode of like, we need to get work done and figure my life out. Right. Yeah. But there's something about also being, uh, like in sailing, so I'll just use a metaphor here. In sailing, you pick a point, right? You look at the wind, you pick a point, you set the sail, and you go, right? And you know that like that's my point, and you have you know have, you have everything kind of under control. And then maybe a huge gust comes in, or there's less wind. You have to make an adjustment real quick, mm-hmm. right? But you're still heading towards that point. And I think with life and with goals and things like that, there's also that same reality of like I'm picking this point, but then there's this like this gust of multiple hangouts or like this gust of invites or whatever, right. Whatever it may be, or just more work or busyness. And you kind of have to make these quick adjustments. Right. And I think it's, I think it's a skill that is learned over time about how to adjust to life while still maintaining that, that point. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think when it comes to fellowship, like that's a difficult thing because it's like, Uh how do I still be involved with life, but still kind of pursue these goals in my life? I think it's so easy to get lost and so easy to kind of, surrender and be like, you know what, this is just the way it is. Yeah. I think that's something that I've really found when, you know, my relationship with Delexi gets swept away or a relationship with friends or, you know, my relationship with my parents. It's like, oh, this is just the way it is. But I think what you're talking about, Eric, is, you know, looking at the point, Mm -hmm. making those adjustments, making those decisions, um, I mean, make setting those boundaries saying that, you know what, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm only going to see my parents, you know, once a month, Mm -hmm. stuff like that, making those little minor decisions. That's, that's where you can say, that's where you can really make changes Mm -hmm. and really start, you know, having a well-rounded relationship with whoever you're making it because it's so easy to be distraught and feel like this is just the way it is Mm -hmm. forever. Yep. Yeah, and it's so important to just prioritize and then execute on it, right? Yeah. So, you know, and taking in those micro doses that you're talking about, yeah. you know, one week at a time, all right, what are the non-negotiables? All right, for me, it's going to be 
uh, going to mass this Sunday. So I definitely got to do that. And then just go down the list. And then if you can hit those non-negotiables, then maybe you can have time for some of these exciting things mm-hmm. to do that you weren't sure you're going to get to do that week but mm-hmm. because you were disciplined, because you said no yeah. to certain distractions, like the third Netflix episode of, you know, the Medici's that night. Yeah. <laughs> like because of that, you are like, wow, it's Thursday evening. I've got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call Eric and see what he's up to. Yeah. And Eric happens to be sailing. It's like, you know, it goes down from there. But <laughs> I, I think the only really way to get to that point, though, is through the discipline mm-hmm. to prioritize and then execute. Yeah, I think, I mean, just to kind of capitalize on that, when it comes to practicals is like prioritizing of saying yep. like, yeah. these are my three things. Like you said, the non-negotiables yep. this month or this season, you know. And I feel like, okay, if I'm hitting these three things, I'm experiencing enough reward that I can go, do you know what I mean? And it's, and yeah, I think absolutely. it comes down to making a decision, like being uh-huh. a decision maker. I think there's something, there's nothing more, you know, I've been, uh, I've been going on some dates recently and there's just like this question of like, oh, do you want to sit over here? Or do you want to sit over there? Or yeah. like, you know, you're like, do you, what do you want to do tonight? And like these questions and I'm just like. I just, I'm like, why is it so hard for me to make a decision? You know what yeah. I mean? And I realize like how indecisive I've become or I can be in different times. I would say I'm a pretty decisive person, right? Mm-hmm. I know what I want, you know, things like that. But I'm just realizing like how indecisive I am in so many areas of my life. Yeah. Um, and how attractive it is to just be decisive. And yeah. like you look at the disciples and, I, you know, I was watching a Father Mike Schmidt's video and he had just said like the disciples were decision makers. Like they, like Jesus approached Peter and was like, come follow me. And Peter wasn't like, let me pray about it for three weeks. Like, no, he said, you just got out of the boat and like followed him. You yeah. know what I mean? And then when yeah. grabbed his brother and like, I think there's something so attractive about being a decision maker. Um, and I think a lot of the decisions we make begin with yes or no, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, mm-hmm. you get an invite. Okay. Yes or no. Am I going to, am I even going to give this thought or like, nope, I can't do that. And like, no, I, I can't, you know, it's no, such I, a hard a problem point. right now. I just feel like we live in the age of not saying yes to plans. Mm-hmm. And then at the last minute, you know, okay, what do I have in my queue this weekend? You yeah. know, these people want to hang out, but there's a party over oh, here. Oh, it's so analytical. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. Um, well, who's going? I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's, who's going to be, be there? there? <laughs> oh, gosh. I hate the Facebook yes. I'm so happy I, I don't go to parties anymore. <laughs> Married guys. I'm so happy That's I why you don't life. party, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It well, honestly is. <laughs> I, I think that, like, E, what you're kind of speaking into is uh, also trust, trusting yeah. that you're making the right decision. Um, and I think a big way to do that is just tap in the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know? Um, because yeah, I think even if you made, let's say, the wrong decision, like you chose to go to this party instead of your grandma's house or whatever. <laughs> Um, even though Grace house is a party. Okay. Let's be that honest. That is Here's so true. More <laughs> of a party. Uh, but like there's opportunities for the Holy spirit still to act yep. on it. Right. Yep. Um, and God can lead you in some pretty fun places. Yeah. Uh, on the yeah. flip side of the whole me saying no in Rome, another challenge that I got was to say yes to, right. Kind of that dichotomy. Right. Um, and it's finding when to say no, finding when to say yes. But for me, I really wanted to stretch myself in Rome too maybe do some things that I normally wasn't real interested in or wouldn't initially say yes to. Yeah. Uh, and it allowed me to meet new people, to mm-hmm. have these new experiences that I'm so thankful for. And sometimes that's comes from inner dialogue, you know, like just do a Jake or sometimes it comes from your friends encouraging you too. Right. So mm-hmm. I think you got to know boundaries for sure. Um, and there's some discernment that goes in when your friend is like, no, I can't. 
right? Uh, like tread carefully, but sometimes maybe the right thing to do would be like, well, just think about it a little, or like, I think you'd really enjoy this. Would you at least give it a shot mm-hmm. with me? You know, and if they're insistent upon no, all right, no means no, they're no means no. But I think it's, I'm really thankful that my friends have sometimes, you know, not just taken my first deflection yeah. uh, as, you know, <laughs> yeah. face value. Yeah. I think, I mean, you're, you're touching on, um, I mean, I'm, I've always been a huge proponent of there should be a time in life where everyone should be a yes man and how I think more people need to be yes people, if that makes sense, because they're too stuck in their comfort zone. They're too stuck at home experiencing the same struggles and kind of repeating the same lifestyle. And I've, I've been there, you know, there's been, there's been months or years of my life where I'm like, why am I still struggling with this? Or like, you know, why am I, why am I not happy? Right. And it got to this point where I'm like, okay, this summer, I, so summer 2019, I got into like the most new things I've never like, you know, windsurfing, like more sailing, biking, all that stuff. And I was just like, I'm just going to be a yes guy. Cause I realized I'm like, I have time right now. I don't have a lot of commitments. I don't have a lot of limits right now. And I was like, I'm just going to be a yes man, you know? And like, Oh, I'm interested in that. Cool. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Cause I think people need to get out of their comfort zone because mm-hmm. when you leave your comfort zone, you go into the growth zone, you know? And it's, it's, it's yeah. always those things that like we talked about those retreats of like zone. the growth zone. <laughs> you just but, entered the growth zone. <laughs> <laughs> you have now entered. No, but I think, zone. I think that's a huge thing. I mean, totally. we talk about growth mindset or fixed mindset, right? Of, you know, is my, is my mistake going to be a response of, okay, this is my fix. So a fixed mindset is you make a mistake and you accept that mistake and you say, I'm going to keep on making this or you make a mistake and you say growth mindset. Okay. What did I do? How can I learn from that? And it's always positive. It's an always positive mindset. Not, it's not all the things I have to do, but look at all the things I have done. Right. And I think it's just a switch of kind of positivity a mental, I think it's mental health as well. Just like having positivity in your life, um, in putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Right. Yeah. Um, because then you enter that growth zone and you say, okay, this person keeps on inviting me to this thing, whether it's this youth group or whatever, not youth group. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on getting invited to all these you still go on the youth groups. Group, <laughs> Have you hey been virtuosed yet? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am. But um, we all are together. But um, (laughs) (laughs) no, but I mean, I just think there's when it comes to evangelization, when it comes to anything, people need to be convicted. Right. And it it sometimes can't be our words, but I think people need to be more excited about growing and putting themselves outside of their comfort zone. I'm terrified of heights, but I love rock climbing. I'll I'll always get up on the wall because I'm like, I hate this, but I want to grow, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like all of life, there's so much gray area. Mm -hmm. Um, And that goes into saying yes to things, right? Because like the things you were listing sounded pretty fruitful, like wind sailing, (laughs) rock climbing. Like that's, I mean, maybe if it's like in lieu of work, (laughs) but like at the same time though, I don't think there's ever time to be a yes man when it comes to unhealthy activities. Yes, yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, And there's a lot of those. I mean, it's like a lot. And I think of the college freshman right now, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, hey, you want to try this? It's like, yeah, sure. You know, I'm in college now. (laughs) I'm going to say yes to everything. really creepy, Jacob. I know. Hey. 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 (laughs) That's kind of cool. Last week, last time we talked about, um, you know, responding. Mm -hmm. And now we're talking about making decisions and how it's so important to, you know, respond like responsibility, how we made that horrible. It's your ability to respond. <laughs> yeah, what do you think that means, guys? Responsibility. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. Now we're talking about, you know, making decisions. Yes. And yeah. I think 
you know, when things get real, um, you know, when you find yourself saying yes to everything or getting washed away, um, it's important to, to realize what you're responding to, how you're responding to things, and then mm. what decisions you're making mm. and how, what, if you're saying yes to things, what, what do you want to say yes to? Yeah. So I think just wrapping it up, like, you know, there, there's times when you find yourself being a yes man, you know, when you find yourself saying yes to everything and it's, it, it's just, it's important to stick to the things you've said yes to and to commit to that, but learn, you know, really reflect and learn what decisions you want to make yeah, and yeah. what things you want to say yes mm-hmm. to and what mm-hmm. things you want to say no to. Yeah. I'm happy you mentioned reflection because that's key. Mm-hmm. If you don't reflect, you're going to yeah. realize you were saying yes to the wrong things for the longest time. And that's time. why it's so important to, to stonder or whatever. What's that word? A saunter. Saunter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because you do, you, you realize so many things when you're, you know, mindlessly doing something Mm -hmm. like I love taking Liam on walks just by myself. And Mm -hmm. you know, I just, you just, the weirdest things pop in your head. (laughs) Like you're just like, wait, why have I been thinking about this person? Or why have I been thinking about my relationship with my mom? Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. You're like, wow, that's crazy. Like maybe I should, you know, it's just, it's the Holy spirit. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) so I would say three things I'm hearing from, from you guys, like one self-knowledge, like learning Mm -hmm. how to, what to prioritize in your life and knowing what you need to be working on and the areas that you need to grow in. Right. And then setting boundaries around that. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to say yes to more of these things because I want to get better at this. Yes. To more time in the gym. Right. Yes. To more hang out with friends because I want to be more social or have deeper friendships or, I'm going to say no to those things because those friends are leading me towards this place in my life where I don't want to be anymore. Right. And the second thing would be, I'd say conviction is being a convicted man. And like, do you know what I mean? I think there's, again, there's something really attractive about uh, just being convicted about like, I look at Jacob and it's just like, you're connected. You're like, you're convicted about finance, dude. Like you just are, you know, (laughs) it's just about like helping people out with their money. Like, and that's, that's cool. Right. Like I think there's, you know, and like that, that has been your decision. So I feel like when you're convicted, it's easier to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing, like you said, is just the Holy spirit is just learning how to listen, kind of going back to what Joe Masick and Lil C short talked about. Yeah. Just like, being in the moment being like, do I do this or do I not? And actually having that relationship with yeah. Jesus to be able to say like, yep, no, like conscious and making just, mistakes. Know, totally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Putting yourself out there. It's so, it's so important to make mistakes and admit that you're wrong. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. next week we're talking about conflict. Hey, boom, hey. Boom, boom. And so, oh, I mean, that's kind of a huge realization that I've had in marriage is when I come through conflict, when Delexi and I get through conflict, I realize things and decisions that I want to make and ways that I've been saying yes too many times Mm -hmm. or no too many times. And the communication piece in that too. And then the communication. So next week we're going to be talking about conflict um, within relationships. So we hopefully you guys can join us next week for that. So say yes and say no this week. It's up to you. (laughs) It's up to you. (laughs) No maybes. No maybes allowed. No maybes. Don't be don't be lukewarm. Come on. Yeah, yes or no? Lu- your SBS. Okay. No. We'll see. We'll see you guys next week. This All is right. Sean. Jacob. Eric. Take care. Peace. Ciao.